Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human Vibe. Why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I want to know. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's clear that... <laughs> Come on. You are so funny. I love oh, it. I, I love that every single time we start these episodes, I just, I'm like, Austin, you just... You just do what is in your heart. Come on, juke. And I, and I never, bro. I never know what's going to come out. I Seriously. am literally like just an eclectic rom of music. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'd be slacking my coworkers just like random songs like, here we go. It could be S Club. Uh, ain't nobody like an S Club. It could be anything. Come on. Anything. I love it. Yes. Oh, I am so excited for today's podcast episode. So this is part one of two different conversations we're having so yes i'm excited to be back in podcasting we've been away for it's a, been we had a little holiday hiatus. come on that's right yeah we had a little hiatus you know and we also did a little move check out our social media page if you are not aware of that so mm, you can look on. at our personal instagram at zach and austin our um, human vibe podcast instagram account at underscore the human vibe underscore give us a follow um, give us a follow yeah absolutely. And a like. absolutely so we are having conversations about our solo trips that we did while we were living in italy so yeah so talk a little bit about i guess why yeah yeah let me give you a little recap okay so mm -hmm. first of all if you are a first time listener i'm zach i'm austin we are engaged and currently traveling and living abroad in Europe. Um, we decided to take a year to do something kind of wild um, with the pandemic and everything that was happening. So we took a leap of faith, brought our little miniature Dachshund schnitzel with us. Come on. And we are actually currently in Croatia. We in split, baby. <laughs> but today's episode is about when we were in Italy. What happened was we had some friends who were supposed to come and visit us. And because of the pandemic and everything that happened, their flight was canceled. All, and... all Italia said, girl, we dissolved. Oh, right. It you right. Said, it was more than a cancellation. Thank you. Next. <laughs> yeah, they dissolved. And unfortunately, um, they were not able, our friends were not able to come and visit mm. us in Italy. So we both talked to each other and said, hey, we had this week that we had basically, Austin had a few days that he had taken off from work. And I had that week blocked off for things. And we were both like, what do we do? Yeah, this week was supposed to be hanging out with friends, rejuvenating, kikiing, having a good time. I mean, you know, outside of just the people we work with, like we don't speak any English here. Girl, we in Palermo. No one speaks English. So we were so excited just to show them around. Yeah, to have, to have people from the U.S. It was we were really excited. But yeah. um, one of my friends, Sarah, um, was is in Germany and she lives in Indiana, but her parents live in Germany. And so she had actually invited us a few weeks before to kind of like a get together with some of her German friends. And we said no because we thought our friends were coming to visit yeah. us. Um, but thanks to Ryan Air and Very Cheap Flights, and we're going to talk about my trip in the next episode, so make sure you tune into that. I took a trip to Austria and Germany. And all, so fun. Yeah, and I'll share all those details. But today what we're going to be talking about Ooh. is something that Austin did Me. that I'm just so proud of you for because I had traveled you know, by myself internationally before multiple times. I'd been to Turkey earlier this year or earlier in 2021. And Austin really, I mean, you'd studied abroad, but you were usually with people. 
Yeah, I had never done like a solo international trip. Yeah, no, you you were, you were usually with other people yeah, or with and me. especially in a country where I don't speak the language. Yeah. And I remember we were sitting in bed and talking about it and Austin said, you know what? I really want to do this. I really want to yeah. go to Tarmina. I was really encouraging. I think it first started out, you were like, should I do this? Should I do this? And I will always be your biggest fan and encourager. And I knew you going to Germany and to Austria was going to be so fueling for your passion and for your happiness. And you were really encouraging to be like, well, you should do a little something, something by yourself with schnitzel. And I was like, all right. Oh, no, it was even more than that. I actually I said, you know what? It's okay if I don't go to Austria and Germany. But you were you said, you know what? We had already had this trip to Tarmina planned with our friends. Yeah. Yeah. That was the original plan. And you were like, you know what? I kind of want to go and do this by myself. I I kind of want to experience this. And I was really proud of you because it is scary. You know, for oh, it's your terrifying. first trip. And in Sicily, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all. It, Sicily is just such a, it's beautifully wild. I think that's the way I could say it. There, mm. there are moments, though, that it, it's very intimidating. Incredibly overwhelming. Yeah. And so, basically, I left earlier in the week and you were in... Uh, Palermo for a couple days by yourself before you left. So let's talk about that. I'm really excited for this conversation, by the way, because even though Austin's kind of shared some of it and I've seen his pictures on social media, I don't know every detail. So oh, I'm, yeah. lear- I'm learning this today with Aww. all of you. Educating the children. I'm really it was excited. so fun. It literally was just like changed my life. So it let, really did. So let's start. I left. You left. I had a couple days by myself. And again, we'll talk about my trip in the next episode, but let's talk about you. What what were those first couple days in Palermo? You were by yourself. Yeah, I was by myself. You know, being in a foreign country by yourself when you come as a couple, I think can be really intimidating. And I was talking to friends like, oh, we're doing our own little solo trips. And they're like, wait, what? Like, I don't know if I could ever do that. And I was like, you know what? It's scary. And of course, I miss my best friend and my partner, aka you. <laughs> and so, you know, for the f- those first couple days, I ate a lot of McDonald's. I ain't gonna lie. I ate a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> I walked... <laughs> I played some Pokemon Go. Uh, I just did some things to refuel myself. Things that I love to do. Yeah. was watching some Pokemon Johto League. Shout out to all my anime nerds who know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. It's okay. And I was with Schnitzel and just enjoying the time we had together. And I was really just unplugging and unwinding. Like for me to unplug and unwind, I love being like stimulated, doing multiple things at once. Like when I work, I listen to music or playing video games, listening to music, playing something else. Like I love to do multiple things at once because it helps me relax in a weird way. Mm. So I took those first few days and I was like, all right, you know, maybe I should research a little bit about Taramina, but I was just going into it. You know, I'm there for what, three days Mm, yeah and i'm just gonna go and whatever i'm not much of a you i'm not much of a planner of like researching what can we do what can we see what's some history of the city i was just like all right pack my bags and go yeah so you took those first few days when i was gone and you kind of just refueled yourself in palermo but the day that you left one you took schnitzel with you right yeah so i'm traveling with a you know six kilogram 13 pound educating the children dog with me and you know to get the island of sicily it's probably what north carolina south carolina i think that's the size of the island itself yeah maybe even even slightly even smaller but so we're living in palermo the north side of the island and taormina is kind of like southeast so because palermo it's pretty mountainous like huge like 
think of Hawaii. Y'all know you got the beach, and then all of a sudden you look over and it's like huge mountains. That's huge. what Taormina that is. True, is. Yeah. That, or that's what um, Sicily is like. So it was, you know, three and a half, four hour train ride to get to Taormina from Palermo. And with Schnitzel, super easy. He loves the train. We went along the coast. We go along the coast of the Mediterranean for most of the time. Yeah, and I'm curious what that was like. Because see, I Beautiful. the furthest east that I really went on the coast was Cefalu. Cefalu, which we'll, is like 45 minutes east of Palermo. Yeah, and we will definitely talk about that in a couple episodes. But And then we went to Siracusa, but we went a different way. We kind of cut through the middle. Yeah, of we cut Sicily. through the middle, which was like... yeah. So I'm, oh my what, God. what was it like traveling kind of around the coast? It was really nice, you know, to, to look out to your left and just see water. And here you are on a train with other Italians. Of course, Sicilians are very loud and they live their life dynamically. So people are just screaming on their phone. And I'm sitting here like greeting Les Miserables, just like, come on, girl, do you have to be screaming? But I got, <laughs> I got schnitzel on my lap, reading my book. You know, the first three hours, we're going uh, along the coast, and then we stop in Messina. Messina is the city tip of Sicilia. So, you know, honestly, you could swim from Sicily, aka the island, to mainland. From Messina. Yeah, from Messina. You literally can, like, just see mainland Italy. So it's the, wow. the tip of the... Tip of the, uh, the boot. So the boot. it's basically, you're looking at the boot. You're looking, okay. at, you're looking at the boot. And I thought that... You know, we had 30 minutes, so we stopped, walked around, just around the train station. Uh, already different vibes. They have streetcars, kind of like San Francisco in the United States, that you could just hop on and go. Palermo didn't have that, but we were only there for 30 minutes, and it was just nice. It was really cool to be in a different part of Sicily because it's a completely different city, three hours apart from each other, um, and we just chilled out there for 30 minutes. I thought it was just so cool that you could see mainland Europe or mainland Italy from literally the train station yeah i'm just like <gasps> yeah because in palermo what? you at palermo you feel so far away from it so far away from everything yeah. yeah so you had a little stopover in messina and then you got on the next train and then you went to which Sarmina. is like a local train yeah yeah so the first one was high speed i mean we're flying like 180 kilometers an hour oh shoot which is probably like what 90 yeah, 80 80, 80 yeah, miles yeah. per hour educating the children and, and we might be wrong on this y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google it. So we're in Messina. Then the next one's a local train. So it's making much more frequent stops at little mm. villages along the Mediterranean. So the entire time, and I posted about this, we're going, you know, 45 minutes from Messina to Taormina, my final destination. I could see the tip of the boot. And I'm just like, oh, is that what? It, I mean, we, you see pictures of the Eiffel Tower. You see pictures of Big Ben. And then when you finally experience it, you're like, oh, my gosh. This is real life. We talk about the tip of the boot in Italy. They're like, oh, Italy's a boot. There's the tip. There's the heel. But to see it in real life and then all of a sudden for that 45 minutes, you can look out and just see it. And I'm like, I could swim there if I wanted to. Would I be tired? Yeah. But like. You could do it. People live oh, there. Absolutely. This, this is real life. It's giving a, it's tangibly right in front of you. Wild. So, so wild. Making cute little stops. You look out toward the ocean and behind you is just like cute little villages little towns and it starts to get much much more steep in the hills Ma these are mountains these aren't hills these are mountains and all of a sudden we arrived to taormina and i'm like oh the train station because it's famous the taormina train station from oh, yeah. is really famous what There's was it like 
Um, I mean, it's directly against the water. As we're going along the water, you see little stone beaches, maybe a sand beach once in a while, but the water is so blue, like blue, blue. Like when you think of the Caribbean blue, that's what the water was along the edge of the Mediterranean right there. And you're just like, wow. Be, what? And like, what? People live here. Yeah. Like you're going past people's apartments. Italians are very, you know, notoriously known for hanging their laundry outside and just letting it blow in the breeze. So you see people's laundry and I'm like, people literally live here. They experience this. Oh, gorgeous. Straight up. So and then you, so you get to the train station, you're with schnitzel and I like you, the train station is not like, in the town right oh no 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 no! it is a hmm i wish i knew how to explain this but we arrived to the train station and i can already tell there are non-italians there speaking french some speaking german there's schnitzel and myself and our little suitcase just chilling and we're waiting for you have to take a bus up and it is so steep and so hilly to get up the bus but to get up the hill to, to get up the hill but the bus was about 45 minutes late and all the italians were freaking out and i'm like i'm like y'all are used to this so i don't know why y'all freaking out and like the germans <laughs> and the french and myself were just sitting there like but you know again but y'all are on probably on vacation the italians are oh like, yeah they're like where's my bu- i'm trying to get home where's my bus so the bus finally arrives about 45 minutes of chilling this man sp- speaks his english is the best English I'd heard from an Ital- a native Italian speaker. Yeah, I, you texted me that. You I were was like, like so many people here speak English because it's more touristy. I think that yeah. side of Sicily, a lot more, I think a lot more Taramina people go over there. Is, yeah. is incredibly, it's famous. Yeah. Um, I would say Google it, but you could look at the photos that we have posted on Instagram. Yeah, and, check those out for and sure. And the photos we're about to post because it is incredibly famous. It is like the tourist destination in Sicily, point blank period, people from all over the world, especially Europeans, come to visit. Mm. So I get on the bus, this older French couple in, in front of me, and he's like, like, come on the bus. And then I get on, and, and immediately he's like, what's his name? And I'm like, Schnitzel. He's like, oh, Schnitzel. And it was just so cute, just for him to just to go from Italian to French to English. <laughs> That's amazing. So we're riding the bus up, you know four minute, five minute bus ride up this steep hill, up these curves, like going down. If this man wouldn't have turned, we would have gone over the side of a cliff. We would have straight up. Oh my gosh. It sounds like a movie. Hazard. Is that, is that the movie where Where they they like like, go off the, yeah, go off the side. Straight (laughs) up, Therma. What's that? Elma. I don't even know. But we're going up the Thelma and Louise. Thelma. What's that? Irma. Thelma and Louise style. Just like crash. So we're going up the hill. I remember texting you and I'm looking out and I, this is when I started to get really emotional. I was like, this isn't real. This is for real. Y'all like I was in Austria and he's just like, or in Germany going, I was in Austria going to Germany. And yeah. And he's texting me and he's just like, this isn't real. This, this isn't, isn't, I was real. like, this is not real. People, what? This is not real because Taormina is up in the mountains. Yeah. So five minutes we get to the bus stop and the bus stop is still like a five minute walk technically outside of like where the action is in Taormina, but people still live there. You can see tons of not resorts, but beautiful hotels. Uh, you can see a, a gondola just as you're going up the mountain, just going down to the beach. Cause there's a famous beach there. Um, again, you cannot walk up the road. You cannot walk down this road that the bus is on because it's just impossible. You probably get hit. Yeah. Oh, you straight up. So, so you, so you get up and you get into Taormina. So uh, ex- explain like, 
what that was like. Did you, were you close to where you were it's staying? Like, yeah, it's very Italian Riviera. Beautiful, even though the Riviera is a location. But when you think of like, what is that? Amalfi Coast. When people think uh, of like, yeah. it's very famous for just like on the side of a cliff. Here it is. Yeah. This, these beautiful colored houses. You know, I'm walking up and I'm just like hearing French. I'm hearing German. I'm hearing Italian. And I'm just like, wow. I'm just like, one, this is weird because I'm by myself and my Italian after we've been in Italy for about a month is very broken. So I'm like lost. I stayed in this beautiful B&B and the gentleman who was the the owner texting me or WhatsApping me or maybe I went through booking.com, whatever it was, just like, hey, we're right here. Here's some photos. Um, this is their off season because it's October. People tend to go there in the summer. And I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? All of a sudden, after five minutes from the bus station, I walk up and I see this like beautiful old arch, this beautiful old arch. And I'm like, yo, I am lost. Girl, where is it at? Eventually, I found it. Beautiful, beautiful, cute little Airbnb. He's like, I got you the best room. I said, Emmanuel, that's his name. Emmanuel. Thanks, boo. And it looks over. What was it called? It was like B&B Evelyn. Is that uh, how you say that? I honestly don't remember. I, think it was I have B&B a little. Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn. What do you want to call those? Little business card? Yeah, it was so the one cute. that we were originally going to stay at, actually. And yeah, originally. Like, stay here. Yes, because, <laughs> you know, we were supposed to come visit Tarmina. We canceled our plans. And I'm like, oh, we coming back. And looking over the Mediterranean to the left, you see these steep again huge mountains and there's even a town above Taormina. I never got up there, but it is just like, it feels so isolated. Like it is beautiful. I'm like, how did people get here? Thousands, you know, hundreds, hundreds, thousands, thousands of years ago. Cause this, this place is old. This is a very ancient. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it city. It's a town. Yeah. It is like a small town. And I get there, I get settled with schnitzel. And the first thing that I wanted to do, you know, it's midday, was to go see the famous amphitheater. That is, y'all, y'all. This ha- this is probably the, I mean, Rome has its Colosseums and blah, blah, blah. But this is like an ancient Greek this amphitheater, right? amphitheater yeah. has to be the most famous and beautiful amphitheater that exists on this planet. on In the human earth, this is the most beautiful thing i had ever experienced it's but it's not known that's the wild thing to americans before we came to sicily i never heard of taramina ain't never never but europeans know it it was interesting because when i was in germany and austria when i was in vienna people would say you know and i said like yes and taumina he's He's in taramina Taramina. and they all knew they were like oh Beautiful. This is a tourist. Oh my gosh, yes, beautiful. this is like you know the Europeans know how to vacation. Oh yeah, and that is a destination like yeah. So I know I can't wait to go back and can't wait to go back with you because right. I'm excited. I, I got my restaurants. I got my I got friends there and the amphitheater. Like so, so, I want this moment described though because this I remember this so distinctly. I was like sitting there and I got this text from Austin. He sent me these pictures, like multiple pictures. And he put, we put some of them on, on Instagram. So definitely check out our personal Instagram page. Um, but he sent me this text and he goes, I'm just sitting here crying. And I'm like, at I first would. I was like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Right. Cause I'm not necessarily <laughs> the first person to, to cry. Yeah. I'm usually the last person to, but I had, you know, paid my little 13 euro to get into it. And I started walking up these steps. And of course, like, again, we're on the side of a mountain huge cliffs and there's the water and you get to the top of you know this like semi-circle amphitheater and 
I'm just looking out and there's the water. And you could see Mount Etna in the background. Like the, it, Technically, if you wanted to drive to Mount Etna, 45 minutes to an hour. But Mount Etna had just, I mean, she erupts quite often. But a lot last year. A like lot. She erupted yeah, a lot. Yeah, I ended up finding out she usually four or five times a year. By the time I had went in October, it had been 17 times. And I kid you not, got that from a local Hallelujah. And I mean, you can see it. There's black sand or black stone everywhere in the street. And you see it and people put it in garbage bags, set it beside their house. That's kind of the culture of Taormina. You know, it's this kind of like tourist, bougie, high quality place. But so there's black stone everywhere. I get to the top of this amphitheater and I'm just looking out and I am just crying. I'm like this. It's one of those moments where you are standing somewhere and you're like, this isn't real. Like Why? This, what? To paint us a picture. I mean, I don't even know how to paint it because it was just, it, 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 we're just looking over the water. It's on the edge. It is like literally on the edge of a cliff. This giant amphitheater, they still use. I mean, if you look down, you know, very steep, people are working down there on the stage and, and whatnot. And I'm just standing here with all of these Europeans from all over the place, hearing all these languages, just like, is this my life? You know, you look out one way, the sun is setting and there's this beautiful amphitheater. And then at the top, you look the other way and there's the, the, the direction of which I came on the train. And there's a Mediterranean. The water is incredibly blue. You can see fish. You can see people. You can just see culture. You can just see so much awe and inspiration. And I was just standing there like, this isn't my life. And I grabbed a beer, which you would think in a place like like that. It, beers would be like you know 10 euro expensive like they would up up the ante 450 for a pint come on yeah cheaper than in ireland I, <laughs> straight up i swear like you go to like a uh theme park in the united states and a beer is like 10 bucks 10 bucks yeah and you, you get maybe a tall boy you go to like and we've talked about it before like along this um the thames in london over by the eye here in taormina they are outrageously upping the prices for beer so i was like heck yeah 450 yeah, beer. that is true like the only places you may see that in europe are the airports where they really oh, yeah. up the prices but for real like that was one thing that and something i've noticed is you can go almost anywhere in europe even in a place where you would expect it to be way more expensive or if it's more like a theme kind of a thing or the eye in london you'd yeah, expect you're, you're yeah, going you'd to tourist to really i don't want to say tourist traps but I mean, if if you do want to get like a beer near the Eiffel Tower, it's going to be more oh on expensive. the Eiffel Tower, a champagne, yeah, for sure, yeah. But like here, four fifty, and I sat there and I just sat in the sun, crying, oh, so moved by it. I love that. I love that so much. And how? Remind me again, like how many days you were there for? Like three full yeah, days. Yeah, I was like there three days. So in my mind, I had like I had put in a reservation for I think my last night. Or, yeah, my last night there. But other than that, I was like, I'm just going to walk around and figure it out. And honestly, to walk from one end of the town to the other end of the town, 15 minutes. Okay, so yeah. Beautiful Italian promenades with these bougie, beautiful shops, you know. Name brands and cute little cafes and little places to get food. But still, the food was not outrageously expensive like I thought it was going to be. There was no huge markup. Such and you had some nice food, like seafood. You had a lot of seafood. Ooh, when you, were you know what? I'm not a natural seafood eater, but I challenged myself. And I remember telling you that. I was like, I challenged myself to get like squid and calamari and prawns and risotto. And I wanted to drink local wine. And I literally. 
you were know, living your best life. I was living my <laughs> eat, pray, love fantasy by myself, just ordering in Italian, figuring it out. And so that first night I had stopped, you know, I had asked my landlord, like, hey, where's a good place? And he had said some places, but of course, like, I had no idea. But I just happened to stop somewhere, which ended up being the, I was like, where's the best local bar? And I happened to stop there and ordered an Aperol spritz, because you already know, sitting out there with schnitzel. And they give you um, hazelnuts, which I love hazelnut anything. My favorite gelato is hazelnut by far. Hazelnuss auf Deutsch, educating the children. Don't remember what it is in Italian. And some crinkle cut chips. And I'm just sitting there and everyone's looking at Shinsel because he's so cute. And I want to say in all of our travels, we always run into another wiener dogs. And we had run into another sausage and... That's always so cute for for Schnitzel because he, he loves loves other weenie dogs. He loves other little sausages, yeah. And so I stopped there, got a drink, and um, after just walking around for a little bit, there's this beautiful checkered black and white kind of like terrace to look off of like a little piazza yeah like a little piazza and you look over and behind you is the beautiful amphitheater and you look out and there's just Mount Etna you're in the clouds you look down you see this crystal clear blue water and you are just so engulfed in this this Italian dream it's a dream it's so dreamy uh and there's a picture on Facebook and Instagram that you posted and it's like you standing like by this cliff looking at the town and your face. You just, it looked like you were crying. Beaming. It. It's like yeah. the famous picture. It's on our announcement for the these two episodes. That It's like the bottom the left. The bottom left picture. picture. I am, I don't think I could have smiled any bigger. I feel, I felt in that moment just so blessed. I was so emotionally moved by this. Hundreds and thousands of years of culture right here, just standing and engulfed in it. And it wasn't very busy. Like this is their off season. So, so even some of the stores were closed. But by the time I had, you know, the, the evening of my first day bear, when I was looking for something to eat, I was just walking around and like, all right, I'm just going to stop here. You know, a two minute walk from where I was, my B&B was kind of at the quote edge of the town. Again, and not very big. And I got this muscle clam, squid, prawn, risotto. I got a Negroni. So good. Just crying. I'd put in my, so I know I'd put in my biggest sale ever at work. And I was literally so overcome with just happiness and love and emotion in all of this. Cause like I'm ordering an Italian, you know, we had been there for 30 days and I'm figuring it all out. And, just having the most fun. I was like, I'm getting gelato after this. Hello, we in Italy. Like, <laughs> we getting gelato. Yeah. Went and got gelato, ran into two American girls. I heard them. I heard their accent immediately and I was like, where y'all from? Oh yeah, when you're abroad, you can hear the American accent so Even in quickly. Ireland. In yeah. Ireland, you can pick it up so quickly. So I met these two girls from Florida. One sister living in Florida, one sister living in Berlin. They're vacationing. So like we hung out uh, like more after this i was like what's the yes so this is this is the end of your first night right end of my first okay night, so yeah. second day what did you do oh so the second day i woke up just kind of explored taramina has a lot of because again everything has to be built kind of steep these beautiful skinny little alleys and um these 
puppets and these cute storefronts and beautiful gardens. There was a an actually an English woman who had bought a palace and made these beautiful gardens in Taormina in like the late 1800s. So I explored that and I just uh, lemoncello and pistachio liqueur and I just wanted to just to engulf myself, you yeah. know, go get a coffee, stop somewhere for lunch. I took my little book reading Les Mis while I drinks a bottle of wine and have some i mean the dishes i was ordering was like you know obviously they're in italian and it was like the seafood pasta of the day and i would get that like that's not even like that, if, if y'all know y'all, you know me oh yeah i was completely like in shock whenever he was sending me pictures of these like really you know <laughs> Just like elaborate seafood dishes with, yeah, like clams. That ain't me. These giant prawns that I had to like figure out how to eat. I mean. He actually told me, he texted me, he was like, I don't really know how to eat these prawns. But I was was being cute and I brought my cutest clothes and I had just felt so like, you know, because I was, I didn't know what to expect. I'm by myself in a country I don't speak the language. And I sat there reading my book, drinking my wine, eating my food. Ran into a, a a wonderful old couple from Washington State, and I was just like, "Y'all are gonna love it. It's amazing here. You should try this out." And they're like, "Oh my gosh, an English speaker! You know, it's it's fun when you have those little moments." And I just explored. I just looked out. I just walked. I just just put my phone away. I just engulfed myself in all of it. I was just like, you know what? I have no plans. Oh, that's isn't, so beautiful. Isn't that not so, having having no plans is kind of beautiful. Like it's really, very un unlike America. And we talk about like you know always being like, what's the next? What's the next? What are we doing? Right, exactly. So to truly have nothing to do, just to be like living like a, it almost feels like living like a local. I think that's one thing yeah. that Austin and I love. Like, don't get me wrong, I I adore the Rick Steves model of like going and seeing as many museums as you can, going and doing as many things as you can. Like I completely I appreciate that. I would that. encourage it too, yeah. Yeah, do that every once in a while, but for real, like that also gets really exhausting and something we love to do is just what does it feel like to live here like a local? That's a What does it feel like know? to just exist? in time and space in this moment without constantly thinking about what's next what's next yeah so yeah so i one thing i want to get to because i only received like bits and pieces of information about this is um later on like toward the end of your trip you like went out and had a lot of fun and you met like a group of young people from like all over so the two girls from the u.s yes i so you know i was like all right well maybe i'll go like see them again i got their i think i we added each other on facebook instagram whatever and i had a um dinner reservation my only dinner reservation was at like this restaurant called osteria to something something and i got there kind of early and i was like you know what i really just want to like here i am by myself in a restaurant full of couples and it's a very tiny tiny restaurant you know maybe 10 12 tables inside and there's a little families and couples and here i am by myself y'all I, they gave me this like what felt like a VIP table. It was a two top right against the door, like the wall, but right beside the kitchen. And the kitchen was an open kitchen. It was like I walked into an Italian grandmother's kitchen. Beautiful blue tile, like Taramina. Um, and I think Sicily in general is known for this beautiful tile work. Yeah, ceramic work is really yeah. Fun. Yeah. And so here's this Italian man and this Italian woman cooking, and I'm watching them cook. Like I'm literally like 
four steps away from them. I felt like I was a server there just so engulfed in all of it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting myself a bottle of wine local. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I want? I read that there. I, I think they could tell I was American because they would come back in the beginning every five minutes, like ready to order, ready to order. They weren't busy. No one was coming in after me. I mean, they were probably open for an, a solid hour and a half, two hours after me. But again, off season. And they could tell I was American because Americans are so used to being like, okay, I'm ready to order. Let's go. Let's go. Like I'm, I'm let's go. Yeah. True. That is very no, true. Uh-uh, no, ma'am. I was taking my Italian time with all of this <laughs> and I got myself a bottle of wine, a, a bottle of San Pellegrino. That's and right. I was like, I'm not even going to order until I am almost done with this first glass. And I, I looked at every single thing on that menu from fish, from beef to starter to dessert and i was like i want this because i don't naturally do that i don't think i naturally like, treat myself i don't think that's something that i draw toward but these two days that i'd spend there my confidence had just bloomed i i don't even know how to explain it because my confidence had literally just gone from like this is a lot we're in a new country. I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't speak the language to like, I got this. No one can tell me nothing. And so I took my time and eventually I was like, all right, about 30 minutes, 25 minutes of being there. I'm like, I'm going to get the lamb with this salad, this bread. Oh my gosh. That lamb. Oh, it was so good. I probably got an appetizer, but you know what? Honestly, at this point, that wine was so good. I don't even remember. <laughs> I straight up don't remember. <laughs> it was so stinking because I had so much seafood. I was like, yeah. I'm going to get me some lamb, yeah. some local, just lamb on the bone with this beautiful salad. And I just sat there and just, what is it? Viva la dolce. Like just like the beautiful, yeah, the sweet. Life. The sweet yeah. I just had my sweet life of Zach and Cody moment. <laughs> straight up. I straight up did. And... You know, I'm like having like a conversation with the chef. Again, we're like four physical steps away from each other. Just, and I don't even remember what I said, but I like in my, on my phone, like Google translate, I am without words. And I said that to him and I would say other little things in Italian and they would correct me. And you know what? I was like, you know what? You're right. Like I th think one time I said, bueno. And he goes, no, 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 Mexicano. Bueno. Bueno. And, bueno. You know, yeah, very good. And <laughs> it was just such a cultural and gastronomical experience. I was so engulfed in all of it, lost. And you know what? Would I have loved to share that with you? Of course I would have. Did yeah. I really find so much power in it being by myself? Yeah. Yes. And when I came back, I remember one of the things I, I was really impressed by is obviously the entire time I was in Austria and Germany, I was speaking German. But when I came back um, to Palermo, you were just like ordering completely in Italian. You were able to communicate with people. And then it got to a point where I, anytime somebody came up to me and was just like speaking to me in Italian, I would just grab Austin and be like, say something i got you and i i <laughs> felt like this wall had been broken yeah like this huge yeah. i was walking up saying like may i sit myself or asking them questions in italian a lot of them did speak english but i would do my absolute best to just communicate in italian yeah that's um, beautiful and so after that beautiful dinner i was texting the girls like where y'all at and they happened to be at the local bar that i went to first because that's the place 
oh my gosh, it was popping. I mean, not popping on the inside because there's like 10 tables. We're just sitting there. It's so tiny and cozy and I'm, I'm buying us shots. We're having a good time. These Italians are coming up to us and we're these three little Americans. Like this is the first time I'd spoken English with native English speakers since other, other than me, yeah. Other than you, since being in Italy. Yeah. And we're just talking, kicking, having a good time, taking shots, having drinks, you know, in typical Austin fashion. Look to the table beside us. Hey, what's good? What's the tea? Make friend end up making friends with a guy from Taormina, his girlfriend, this beautiful woman from Chile. Her English is all of their English is just phenomenal. I think a Taormina being such a tourist destination, that unlike Palermo, which is still a very tourist destination, but we're talking about a city of you know, 20,000 people versus almost a million. They spoke, their English was really great. They ended up, they ended up being friends with the bartenders who are young. They're all like, you know, 25 to 30. So we're all the same age. And they're like, you know, places here close at 11, but the party ain't over. They took me to a local place that was still open that their friends owned we're sitting there just having a an absolute ball just throwing back negronis having little shots you know english isn't their first language and obviously they're speaking italian living in in italy so this woman who's from chile who speaks spanish then is speaking italian most of her most of her days now is speaking english with me i could just see them like i was just I, there was a moment in all of it, I met friends from Germany, a friend from the Netherlands. Like this, we're representing almost every single continent in this moment. And I was, and I remember sitting there just like, wow, I speak English. Literally, this went through my head. I was like, I speak English and I understand what everyone is saying. And it was so encouraging. <laughs> but even like the guy who didn't speak English very well, like I was speaking French with him. I was like, there are no walls. I have nothing holding me back to just And my, German. You said you were speaking German. I was speaking too. speaking broken German. My I was speaking French. I was speaking some Italian. We were having a good time. Oh my gosh, just on the side of this mountain when you look out it's dark. You could see lights over in the city kind of next, but you're just like, that's that's the sea. That's what? what what is i'm just what we're up until honestly almost 4 4 30 a.m just talking and i kept telling them i'm like this isn't real i literally bent down and collected some of that black rock sand from mount etna and i was like i I literally put it in my purse and they're like what are you doing and i'm like this isn't real this is a fairy tale where you live is not real oh my gosh that is so cool i love it changed my life yeah and so i do kind of want to know you know, whenever you left and you got back to Palermo, um, you were there for a couple of days before I got back. And I just kind of want to know what that was like. I, you know what, in those few days that I was by myself, I went out to some of the restaurants we went to. And, you know, I'm talking like in seven euro, six euro plate of pasta and some drinks that are three euro. So, I, but I'm fully ordering an Italian. I had I think Palermo at first was very just overwhelming. Like, where do you even start? Where do you even start in all of this? And I had come back from Taormina, just like, I'm a baddie. I know, I know Italian, even though I don't know Italian, but I can order an Italian. I mean, honestly, probably got some McDonald's, watched a little Pokemon because that <laughs> again is so refueling for me all. But it, it, I just had never felt this sense of like confidence before. Yeah, it changed everything for you. It really did. Those those next couple of like days into weeks of living in Palermo, I was like, I can do it. 
no, nothing's holding me back. This may feel like a lot and people and loud and people are everywhere and honking and beeping and screaming and folks from all over the world. But like, I have nothing holding me back. Yeah, I love that. And that's so true. I think it's really interesting because people have asked me and I think in the past, like people asked me, you know, when did you feel really confident in being able to speak German the way that you speak it? I mean, obviously my German is not native. I'm not a perfect German speaker, but I can converse with people very well. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think that it really was though, taking that solo trip, going to Germany for a couple of days before my study abroad program, you know, began and just really immersing myself in it. And it it does, it's like pushing the bird out of the nest in a way. It straight up was. I was sad to leave. I I mean, I'm, I still message, uh, this girl from Chile on Instagram. Like she literally was like crying when we left Sicily, but but she's like, I'm ready for you to come back. Like, I want to see you. We want to hang out. Like she had just, we just all just, it was like, it literally was an eat, pray, love moment. Like the, like a night that you just, I don't, I magic. It was a night of magic. Yeah. It's, it was so magical. It's something you can never relive something you can never experience again. But you're so glad you did because it touches you and impacts you in ways that you never thought it would. Yeah, these experiences, That's and that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing. That's exactly what the human vibe is. is it's, it's these experiences that really like grow us and change us. And now that we are in our third country, Austin and I have kind of looked back and we've talked a lot. Like we've talked a lot about you know, what was Ireland for us? Ireland was really kind of this transition from the U.S. And, and and we started to begin to like slow down and really learn how to enjoy our lives. And we really had such an incredible adventure there. We met beautiful friends that we'll have for the rest mm-hmm. of our lives. I think Italy was this moment where both of us, um, we became a lot stronger. And I think- It shed a lot of things. It challenged us in ways that I think we initially yeah. thought in the beginning of all of this that we would- we're like, oh yeah, we can live in a non-English speaking country and we can, we can do these things and experience life. But it's one thing saying and one thing doing. Exactly. Yeah. It's difficult. It's hard and it challenges you. It's like in Eat, Pray, Love, she goes to Italy and she's around a lot of English speakers at first and she's like, oh, this is easy. I'm learning to live my life. And then she goes to the next place and she's like living at like this like Buddhist monastery and life there for her is like challenging because she goes through these things that really like challenge her idea of what life is or like how to live or how she herself reacts to the world. And I think that's exactly what Italy was. It really was for us. Yeah. And so I'm, I just, I love that you went to Tarmina and I love that you had these experiences and it's so beautiful. I'm really, it really, it really really just impacted me in so many ways. So if I can make any encouragement, if Tarmina point blank period, one of the best places in the world to visit for sure. And I'm really excited to learn more about your trip to, to, I mean, I know, I know some of the things, but I can't wait to hear some of more of those details because I know how much you love Austria. I know how much you love Vienna period. And, and especially being in Germany and seeing Sarah and just for you, that is a happy place of encouragement and it refuels you. I weirdly at the beginning of my trip didn't think it was going to refuel me, but it, it did. And I'm excited for you to share in ways that, you know, your solo trip fueled you. Yeah, and it really did. So um, that will be in the next episode. 
Um, but thank you so much. I I love oh, having these conversations with thanks you. Thanks for love listening. Yeah, I'm. It makes me really want to go back and go to Tarmina and really experience it because I could plan a trip. If anyone is interested in coming to Tarmina, I got people. I got friends. I got friends got in low places. No, but high places too. High places. You're right. Because it was cliff. real high. It was really <laughs> up there. But yeah, oh my gosh. Aw, aw, I love you so much. Thank you. you. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Make sure um, to follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you for your support. We really, we've been getting so many beautiful messages from all of you. So yeah, thank you. Thank it, you for the encouragement. It means the world to us. It's incredibly impactful. It blesses us in ways that I can't even explain sometimes. We love it, for real. So... You all know what we're about to say. Remember to chase your happiness. And thanks for vibing with us. Ciao.